This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is... Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to Laguna Talk back again with you guys for another show and another episode of our Arsenal News Series, our 8am show joining you every single day, keeping you up to date with what's going on in the world of Arsenal. Got quite a few topics to talk through today, but I want to discuss uh, a specific topic as well regarding our manager, Mikel Arteta, because we've discussed this topic before. We've talked about it a number of times. In fact, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put a poll into the live chat box uh, at this very moment in time. Uh, I should have done it before I went live, to be fair, but we're going to put it in now. And the question we're asking that we're going to return to at the end of the video is, does Mikel Arteta deserve a new contract right now? Um, and that's the important part. Uh, would he deserve one right at this very moment? Yes or no? It's in the chat box. Get your answers going on that one. But good morning to everybody in the chat. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. I'm going to jump through into the see who's here. Matt G, good morning to you. Gene Norburn, good morning to you. CT, Chris, uh, Olu, Paul, Harvey, Liam, good morning to you. Stevie, Martin, John T. King, Gustavo, John, Adam, Temi, Christopher, Mark, Henry, uh, Bobby, Bruce, good morning to you. And uh, fingers crossed we can get through plenty more of your comments a little bit later on in the show. But we're going to kick off, as always, uh, by going and telling you to subscribe to the Arsenal way. Uh, there'll be a new Six Aside video on the channel this week because we filmed it last night. So make sure that you're tuning in for that. But also we'll have our live show this morning at 9.30 a.m. as well. Plenty to be discussing over there too um and if you want to check out some of the articles that were written by myself yesterday i wrote about how cristiano ronaldo could learn quite a lot attitude wise from aaron ramsdale perhaps that's the difference between arsenal uh, and manchester united's top four ambitions is their mentality this season uh, another piece about how marco asensio despite all of my liking of him is just simply not the right player to spend 50 odd million pounds on and why edu should steer clear and finally on the implications of jesse marsh joining uh, leeds united uh, and a little something we're going to talk about more in just a second um speaking of which reacting to the news that marcelo bielsa has been sacked as leeds united boss it's I mean, for me, it's a situation that is unsurprising. I 
I'm a little bit surprised to see the outcry of, I don't want to use the word disgust, but there was seemingly quite a lot of disgust on my timeline of people feeling that this was undeserved and that Marcelo Bielsa didn't deserve to be sacked because of the things that he had done. Talking about how he's got them up to the Premier League, got them playing some very good football, kept them up, obviously, in their first season as well. And whilst I see that and I understand that, when a team starts to slide, and trust me, Leeds United are on a slide. Since we beat them 4-1, they've conceded a total of 24 goals in just eight games. That is an unsustainable amount if you want to try and stay up in the table. Only Norwich City have a worse goal difference than them. Um, yes, I mean, if you're right, it said mutual consent, but let's be real. He was sacked. <laughs> we all know the scenario he would have stayed had he not had that conversation but yeah the mutual agreement just basically relieves le uh, leads of any kind of financial obligation but uh he yeah he absolutely deserved to go they were gonna they were on the way down if he had have stayed i would have absolutely had no doubt in saying they will have gone down this season because of the way that they're playing when you're playing well enough in, in attack it can work you can outscore your opponent if you're not getting that, if you haven't got certain players available like Bamford, etc., it's just not going to happen. And so they do need to bring in a new coach. Whether or not Jesse Marsh is the right type of manager to bring to the club at this very moment, I'm not so sure. I do think that Jesse Marsh is a very good coach. I liked what he did at Red Bull Salzburg. He wasn't able really to, to translate what he was doing there to RB Leipzig. Um, and I'm not sure whether in 12 or 13 games he's going to be able to do that at Leeds. And I'm not sure whether he would keep them up. How he would get on in the championship next season is also a big question. If he does keep them up, it could have a number of ramifications for Arsenal, including his links to Salzburg and whether he would try and sign some of those Salzburg or RB Leipzig players to try and come to Leeds. We know that Leeds have been interested in Brendan Aronson, uh, American international at Salzburg, doing very well, perhaps he would push ahead with that deal. Uh, maybe that's why they were looking to bring him into the team. I hope that Leeds do stay up because there are a number of teams that I'd rather see go down than them. And I like Jesse Marsh, and I'd quite like to see what he's going to be able to do in the Premier League as well. But I do agree with King. I think they probably should have gone for a more pragmatic manager than Jesse Marsh. Should be announced on Monday. So uh, today we should hear that. More news as, uh, I mean, I don't know about you, but I caught Kepa's uh, penalty last night while playing six aside. Ball enters the field uh, that wasn't part of our game, and I could only assume that it was Kepa's penalty that he took last night. Took it more like a goal kick than a penalty. Costed Chelsea, or just cost Chelsea, cost Chelsea the, uh, the League Cup final in quite hilarious fashion. Brought on to save penalties, doesn't save a single one, and then misses the defining penalty. You could not write the comedy associated with that game. Um, it was a really interesting nil-nil, really end-to-end -end stuff. Goals being ruled out for offside, big chances being missed. Uh, but Arsenal fans can be very happy that Chelsea have been denied yet another trophy. And also the fact that Arsenal can look back at their League Cup campaign knowing that they were knocked out in the semi-finals by the winners of the competition as well. Uh, always was going to be tough to try and get past Liverpool, even without Mane and Salah. We tried our best. We couldn't do it, but uh, we were only there. We were only lost to the one team that went one step further and won the competition, which is also something that we can look back on quite admirably in the tournament. 
Uh, Enzo Fernandez is the transfer link of the day and the sole transfer link of the day, to be fair, I have to admit, because there's not much news flying about regarding Arsenal's transfer links, which, to be fair, for the end of February is not the weirdest scenario. Enzo Fernandez, River Plate, 21-year-old central midfielder, valued at around £5.6 million, according to Transfermarkt, is being supposedly tracked by Arsenal. Whether or not Arsenal would push ahead with the deal for the 21-year-old midfielder in the summer is yet to be seen. Fischahez are the account that are linking him. Always an account that you should be very wary of, but it is a new story, and so we will bring it up. But I would always recommend to take it with a rather large grain of salt. I know nothing about him, so don't start asking me questions. What's he like? What can he do? Where does he play? All I know is he's a 21-century uh, central midfielder that plays for River Plate. I don't know if he's played for the Argentinian youth sides. He has played for the Argentinian under-20s team. Has not yet played for the senior side yet. But uh, an interesting uh, young talent. Whether or not there's any truth in this, it remains to be seen. And our final story of the day, as continual talk of Mikel Arteta's contract continues to dominate the Arsenal sphere, as impressive results continue, is he worthy of a new deal? And this is what is going to spark our end of show discussion. So it is now time to get your questions, but more so your points and your statements and your feelings about whether or not you think Mikel Arteta deserves a new contract. We're going to revisit the poll. If you've not voted onto the poll in the chat box, please make sure you do. Uh, but we're going to get through plenty of your comments on this and your questions on this as well. So without further ado, let's do that. Okay, let's go through it. Let me just take a quick slurp of water. That's a horrible word. <laughs> slurp. Anyway, let's jump into the chat and see what you guys have been saying in regards to our poll so far. It's continually being voted on, which is great to see. 150 votes so far. 70% say yes. 30% say no. When we did this before, and we did this about two months ago, or maybe a month ago in January, um, it was very split. We were about 50-50 at that point. Now we are definitely edging closer towards the yes, it seems. Uh, very interesting to see that most of you are saying now that he deserves a new deal. But I would love to see what you guys have got to say on this in the chat box and what your arguments are for giving that new contract to Mikel Arteta. Michael says, I agree that he should get a new contract, but I feel it's best to negotiate and to do so in the summer and keep the focus on the season. Uh, Mutz says, uh, hi, this is my very first time attending this live. I'm very happy. Thank you. And uh, welcome, Mutz, to the family. I'm sure you'll be given a very warm welcome indeed. Pinoin says, 150 votes, but only 42 likes. If you can press a button on the poll, you can definitely press the like button. So do drop a like on the video if you haven't done so already. Mogos says, uh, give him the contract. Let him write whatever number he wants. He is the chosen one. Uh, Mr. J says, I think everyone is giving too much attention to the prospect of extending Mikel Arteta. It's more like a way to keep other clubs away in case Mikel takes us to the next level. Um, maybe that's the reason why people are very much associated with the discussions and the furore around the idea of it, when actually giving him a new contract is just so that we have that kind of asset protection, if you know what I mean, rather than it being anything about 
um, extending his deal because he deserves it. It's more so because they don't want to lose the prospect of Mikel Arteta and they can still always sack him if they need to further down the line. It's not like a player where you're tied into those player contracts. It's, it's quite different. Uh, Son of Ayan says, if the fans are divided by this, it really comes down to the successes of Mikel is making internally. There's a lot we don't get to see and that could lead to the discussion to rewarding him now. Joel says, yes, Arteta has reshaped us, made us a team that has togetherness, mentality and passion through and through. We were known as weak-minded and simply didn't have mentality. There's no one that can deny that the mentality of the team has definitely improved and that he's overhauled the squad as well. Uh, quite massively so, indeed. Snake Eyes says, FYI, Alba scored again. Just saying. I'm not surprised. He's playing in, a, in another team. He's been released, and uh, he was always going to score goals because he's a striker that can score goals. The fact of the matter was that he wasn't scoring for us and wasn't doing good enough for us and was not playing by the rules. And so I have absolutely no qualms with letting him leave. Uh, Sam says, I agree with what Tom has been saying recently. I think that Arteta deserves a new contract if we get top four. Currently, we are outside the top four and have had the worst cup uh, situations, I assume, is what you're going to go on to say there. Uh, good morning, Wilson. Uh, Simon says, new contract. You don't give awards or rewards before the results are in. If he deserves it in the summer, nobody is chasing him. Uh, not entirely true actually uh paul says the manager being on a long-term contract is important for bringing in new players matt g says it's a no i can see our progression but there's still a lot that can go wrong this season and we could finish eighth three eighth place finishes should not get a new contract wait until the summer cap says he hasn't achieved anything this season yet arsenal could still finish without european football Wait till the end of the season. King says, since the club wants to keep Arteta regardless as if we finish in Europe or not, I get why they want to renew and sort out players' contracts in the summer. Um, Max says, Tom, I love watching you, but this is the first time I'm chatting here. Well, welcome, Max. And thank you for joining me, mate. Good morning. Cyrus says, he needs to get a new contract now. To do that, he can kickstart next season from now. I'll come back to the chat box in a minute just to give my thoughts on this. I've been saying for quite some time that I would wait until the end of the season. I would want to see where we finish. As a lot of people have pointed out, there is still the possibility that we could finish outside of Europe. And even though that right now that looks incredibly unlikely because we're doing fantastically well and it's great, but there is still the chance that that could happen. I do. I would want to see us finish inside the top four. My view is kind of changing around where we finish. If we finish fifth, I still would give that new contract to Arteta because it's still a significant improvement that I've seen so far this season. And whilst I think it would be a big disappointment to miss out on fourth because of how Manchester United and Spurs have let down their sides and have not really shown that much more than they had last season, it's still an achievement for Arsenal to push forwards and to improve on what we did last year. And we are moving in the right direction in regards to the signings and the way that we're playing and also the mentality around the squad. There's enough evidence that we are moving in the right direction for me that I would still consider giving him a new contract. It would depend on who finishes fourth, though, because I think if Spurs were to finish fourth, it does really give that impression that the manager dragged the worst team above Arsenal, which is a very difficult idea to get over. But I still lean towards the new contracts being made available to him in the summer. Uh, Man Like Brett says, I like what he is doing and he deserves a contract. But we are in the fourth race because West Ham and Man U's form have continued to drop. I disagree, Man Like Brett. 
We are in the top four race, not just because of the other team's failures, but because of our own successes. There is too much focus on other teams being poor and not enough credit being given to Arsenal achieving things this season that improves on where we have been previously. We've not beaten Wolves back-to-back in nine seasons. We've done back-to-back away wins on Leicester this season. And yes, sure, they've not been as good this season as they have been in previous years. Still a tough place to go, and we've done that. We've beaten Spurs this season. We beat Manchester United at Old Trafford last season. We won at Stamford Bridge last season. We've got some big games coming up. We're one of the first teams to keep a clean sheet at Anfield this season. We reached the semi-final of the League Cup. We brought in fantastic players in the summer, integrated them into the team, and they've all had a major impact on this season. We've moved on players that were troublemakers and we've kept that mentality and the non-negotiables exactly where we've wanted them. Have they always been like that? No. And Mikel Arteta made mistakes, definitely in his first full season with things like Willian, but that's been learned from this year. We've integrated players like Martin Odegaard, improved him to a level where he is arguably the most important player in the side as well. And we're on an upward trajectory, which is really positive. So I hate it when people focus on the opponent saying, oh, well, Man United haven't done very well. Spurs haven't done very well. They've both changed their managers. They've both acted to try and do the things that a lot of people would want Arsenal to do, changing the coach. And yet they're still falling away. And that's kind of being glossed over. So we do need to focus on both, yes, the failings of the other teams around us to apply context. But also you have to, you can't disregard the successes of this Arsenal team this season either just to suit the argument. I'm not just picking on you, Brett, by the way. Um, Brian says, hello, Tom. What's your thoughts on Fabio Vieira of Porto? Uh, I feel like he'll be a cheaper and quality player. <laughs> no, nothing. <laughs> I have no opinion, mate, because I've never, ever heard of him. Um, so sorry, mate. Uh, you'll have to send me some information via DM to uh, give me any kind of insight as to who the player is. Um, Nishad says, I hear people say if we get whatever place he should get a new contract. But shouldn't contracts worthiness be decided by how you think we will play in the future rather than our specific results this season? It's a really, really good point. And if we'd have known, I mean, if we think about it, use the Aubameyang example. Aubameyang earned a contract based upon what he'd done and by helping us to win the FA Cup. We gave him a contract based on that. We didn't give Aubameyang a contract based on what the things he would do in the future. And that really did come back to bite us with what we've seen this season and has ultimately led, and last season as well, and ultimately led to him moving on. I mean, he scored in nine of 39 games last season. That's not good enough. He scored four Premier League goals this season. That's not good enough. We need more. And then when there's obviously the issues behind the scenes as well, all of that culminates to a really unattainable position and you can see why he was moved on. Um and so, therefore, the, the contract didn't really make sense. With Arteta, if we're thinking about what will happen in the future, well, if we continue to make these really positive signings, if we continue to improve the squad like we have, if we improve against certain oppositions, if we continue to uh, best bigger sides in really key fixtures, like we have done more so under Arteta than either of the previous two managers at the end of Arsene Wenger's career specifically, then you have to admit that we are moving in that right direction and that we are going into a very good place. Uh, GGTV Review says, Tom, there's an age-old saying, if it's not broke, don't fix it. There's a lot of elite managers failing right now, and we should be happy with what we've got. Henry says, you only had to be at the Wolves and hear the fans in the stadium to know how much Arteta is uh, liked. Top manager, top 
fans. I think that what the Emirates tells you, and when you go to the Emirates, is that you get a proper perspective of how the vocal fans in the ground feel. Online and in social media, you see a lot of very vocal, forthright, opinionated people like myself and plenty of other people that are willing to put their views across. But it's not representative of the overall narrative of the club. And I think that when you go to the Emirates, it gives you a good case study and a sample size of that overall fan base and of the overall feeling. And when Arsenal went 1-0 down to Leeds, to, Leeds, to Wolves, the, the support that the team got was brilliant. When we were at the five, when we were 5-0 down against Manchester City, you should look at the videos of the supporters at the end of that game. These supporters that go into the games that give us this sample of Arsenal support are absolutely fully behind this club and this team and most importantly, this manager. And it's an important place to be in. I think that it's really important to take that into consideration, to see the vocalness of the fans and to see their support of the manager and the players. And it's very, very key. Um, <laughs> Zana says, who do you replace him with? Benitez, better the devil you know. I was having a really good conversation with Drew the other day about how Ten Hag wouldn't actually be the best person to replace Mikel Arteta because of how the situations at Ajax and Arsenal are just so, so different. Um, Fato says, let's say we don't extend him. I really don't see many managers I'd replace Arteta with who plays the type of football we do right now. Maybe Ten Hag, but who knows if he would even join us. Musa says, a new contract is good. I would be surprised if they're focusing on it now and that the immediacy was more for the players. They are focusing on it now, Musa. I would be surprised to not see a new contract announced before the end of the season. That's my prediction. I think that he will be given a new contract before the end of the current season. Adam says, I wouldn't want him to have learned on the job with us and use what he learned on our dime to move to another team forward, seeing him progress in that sense. I don't think there's a reason why... I don't think necessarily that's a justification to give a contract because you'd be worried about what he would do somewhere else. You need to give him a contract based upon what you think he could do here. I understand your theory, Adam, but it's not its not, and shouldn't be a reason why you wouldn't allow them to leave or why you wouldn't let go of someone else. It's like, um, <laughs> it's like a scenario of you shouldn't ever stay with another person in a relationship because you're worried about them being with someone else. <laughs> should never just stay with someone for that reason. And it's the same thing with Mikel Arteta, to use a relationship analogy. Never thought you'd get that 8 a.m. in the morning, but there you go. Um, Austin says, looking at the massive job Arteta had, he has already proved worthy of another season. Um, Snake Eyes, thank you about the t- uh, thank you for the donation, mate. Talk about commitment. It's 3.14 in the USA. I get up every day to watch you, mate. Please keep up the great content. Thank you, mate. That's really kind of you, and thank you so much for the donation. Uh, as always, much appreciated. Uh, commitment. Uh, honestly, our Western listeners in the in South and North America, you're mad tuning at this time, but you have to appreciate it. I know that I don't do as many shows in the evening these days, only when there's usually a game on or if we have like a podcast or a preview. So I understand the commitment to tune into these morning shows, but uh, it is great. And thank you so much for the support as always. Um, Fala says, Tom, every contract is given based on previous events. No one knows the future, but everyone knows the past and someone is judged by their own past events. Fala, you're right. They are judged based on what happens in the past, but you use the past to make an estimation of what will happen in the future. And you can use a number of factors. With players, you can look at age, you can look at trajectory, you can look at uh, behavior. And with the Bamiyang, we made an error because we gave a contract to someone that was already declining, in a sense. With Arteta, 
that isn't happening. We'd be giving a contract to someone that we can see a genuine increase in progression from since taking over at the club. Uh, Cassiray says, if the process is trusted, why not give them a new deal? Much love to you, Tom. I'm watching from Uganda. Thanks, mate. I know you're a very committed listener and I've got my own family links to Uganda. So uh, much appreciate the support. Stu says, why was Emery not giving the same time to grow as Mikel? He had Lacazette and Alba flying with Ramsey splitting them. Beat Napoli, Valencia home and away, was lying third until Ramsey was cropped. Stu, the reason is, is because by the time it came to the end of Emery's tenure, the dressing room was broken. The players weren't behind what he was doing and he had completely lost control of the situation. At no point has Mikel Arteta lost the Arsenal dressing room. He's been very hard and strong with players that could cause destabilisation of the dressing room, whereas Uno Emery didn't really do that. He continued to kind of use players that were always going to undermine the position of the coach, and unfortunately that really did end up costing his job. So the reason why he wasn't given the same time is because his position became untenable. Mikel Arteta's position has, in the eyes of the club anyway, not become untenable. If you compare the situation where he was sacked to the, say, Villarreal game, where we were knocked out by uh, Unai Emery, ironically, in the Europa League, and you compare the state of the dressing rooms after those two fixtures, in my view, Arteta should have gone and would have gone at pretty much any other club of the same size as Arsenal at that stage and with an eighth-place finish. But the club decided to stick with him. With Unai Emery, Emery was sacked at a point where the dressing room was fully broken and it was an unrecoverable situation. Mikel Arteta has proved that that Villarreal result was maybe, if it was Emery, unrecoverable had the dressing room been in that state, but Mikel Arteta has turned things around to you. I, don't, I think it's factual at this stage that the dressing room situation is the reason as to why Emery wasn't given the same time. It was a fractured dressing room and unrecoverable, whereas Arteta has never had that situation. But I'd love to know your response, Stu, to that. So I will read out a follow-up comment if you have one. Uh, Saya says, hi, Tom. Great show as always, by the way. Tato is pronounced Tathor. Uh, wow. Uh, I will definitely try to remember that. And I love that other people are jumping in. You're pronouncing his name wrong. <laughs> this is how you pronounce it. Tathor. I will try and remember that. Um, and maybe... To Thor can tell me that that's correct. <laughs> I hope it is anyway. Um, Harold says it is simple, he deserves to keep his job. Um, Cyrus says the devil you know is better than the unknown angel that you are expecting. Josh says we should trust Arteta, eventually, good things will happen. Let's have a look at the poll, let's see where you're at with your vote. 67% of the over 300 of you that have voted have said yes, 32% have said. No, I'd be interested to do a phone-in show on this again and kind of get the thoughts and feelings of people, especially from people that don't think he deserves a deal. I would really want to get to know and hear some of the people from that perspective of things. Rafi says, the connection with the fans worth more than any player you could buy. Thanks, Tom. Arsenal until I die. Uh, Ra Daguna says, at work, watching Tom at 3.23. You're at work. That's 3.23. What on earth do you do? I want to know. Reggie says, Tom, at the beginning of the season, people barely expected us to make seventh. So getting sixth or better deserves more time. And in the hunt for third, totally deserves an extension. Uh, to Thor, uh, I hope I'm pronouncing correctly now. Leicester sacked Ranieri after he had won them the Premier League. Bielsa was never safe. I'd rather have a team in the Premier League than in the Championship. Um, Sam says 3.24 a.m. Dog had the runs. Arteta deserves a new contract based on trajectory. Manager contracts don't tend to prevent clubs from sacking if needed. But I says, I have to give credit to Arteta for not giving in to player power. 
Emery didn't have enough balls. King says, I feel like the club have learned from Unai and let the manager have more power and say in transfers. Peeny Weens is expecting Tom to know how to pronounce names when he can only read them. <laughs> Wait, look, if people want to tell me how to pronounce their names, I'm all the more for learning how to do so. Um, Matthew says, doesn't matter what we think, he's going nowhere. But I care what you think, Matthew. And I love getting the thoughts and feelings of the listeners as to how they feel about the contractual situation. I really want to get Stu's follow-up because it was interesting hearing Stu's comments. So, Stu, if you've got a reply, mate, please throw it into the chat box about your point on Unai Emery. We'd love to know how you feel about that situation. Here we go. Emery had a jumble sales squad of egos that wasn't his making, and he blooded Saka, Smithrow, and Martinelli. Valencia, Sevilla, and Villarreal are all humble and selfless squads, hence why it works. And that's great, Stu, but Arsenal isn't. Arsenal's not that. And Mick and Unai Emery just simply wasn't able to contain and control that squad. And you don't you don't keep a manager that is not the right fit for this group. Mikel Arteta, however, Stu, has proven to take that jumble sale squad that he still had when Unai Emery finished up and not only remove the players that were going to be an issue, but bring in the right mentality of players at the club as well. And so once again, I have to point to the argument that Mikel Arteta has been a much better fit for Arsenal than Unai Emery and has done a much better job with the personalities and with controlling the, the kind of player power element of Arsenal that, to be honest, was really getting away from the club, not just Unai Emery, but from the club in general. So that's why he's been given far more time because he's had a much better control and hand over the team. Um, <laughs> I love when people like Harold in the chapels go, you can pronounce my name like this and you've just spelled your name. <laughs> I just, how am I ever? Give me phonics. Give me phonetical spelling. That's what I need, Harold. But I'm pretty sure I'm pronouncing it correctly, seeing as my granddad is pronounced exactly the same as that. Uh, Mitchie Guna says, thanks, Tom. Got up at three to watch you. Helped me keep a fiver under my son's... Oh, two fairy stuff. Hold on. You give your son a fiver. I've got a pound. I've got a pound, Mitchie. A fiver? Wow. Rolling in it. Absolutely rolling. It's a very lucky kids that you got there. Getting a fiver for a tooth. That's How much is that per tooth? You got like 30 teeth? You're giving them a ridiculous amount of money, mate. <laughs> What's all that about? That's madness. Madness. That's 150 quid or $150, I suppose, if you are indeed in Michigan. Uh, Latvian Guna says, this unexpected chance to get four slash fifth when no one in the beginning of the season expected it is a new chance for Arteta to prove himself. If he delivers a contract, uh, if he delivers, he deserves a new contract. Must admit, I believe in him. Uh, Michael says the Arsenal squad Emery inherited needed recycling. The one he inherited wasn't great, but he, to be honest, it was it was left in an even worse position when he'd left. The, the dressing room was in an even sh more shattered state than it was when he took over. And Arteta had to drag that round and somehow managed to do it. Mayor says, Tom, I'll say let's wait till Chelsea and the Liverpool game. I think new contracts should be near the end of the season where we are slightly ahead of the chasing pack. I'd be interested to know, Mayor, what you think the Chelsea and Liverpool game would represent? Because they're the two teams that I don't look at as must-wins from all the games we have at the left of the season. They're not free hits, but the games that I would have an understanding about not winning those fixtures. Every other game that we have, including Man United and Spurs, are must-wins. We have to win these games. We're not going to. It's unrealistic to expect us to win every game for the rest of the season besides Chelsea and Liverpool. But it's interesting. I'd be interested to know how you feel about those two sides specifically, because they are the teams that are on that 
upper echelon level. The teams that you should be looking at for real measures are Man United, Spurs, Wolves, West Ham. These are the games that we need to look at. We've passed the test of Wolves twice in a short space of time. We've got Spurs coming up. We've got Man United coming up. We've got West Ham coming up. They are going to be the real measures for this Arsenal team about where we are looking to be. And we're looking to be in a top four. And then in the future, we're going to be looking to compete with Chelsea and Liverpool and Manchester City. Bearing in mind, we nearly and definitely should have got a result against Manchester City already this season. And we obviously kept a clean sheet in the cup game away at Anfield, which did show an element of progression there because not many teams have managed to do that. So we need to consider all of those factors. Uh, King says, life is not fair. I don't think Arsenal ever wanted Emery long-term, I agree. And the evidence is Arteta's long-term stay. I am not saying it's ripe, just that they have changed their approach. Malawi says, if we don't get top, the type of signings we'll get are no comparable with those that we can if we get into the top four. If we fail to get the top four from the position we are in now, I am sorry, he has to go. I think that's I, th I do think that's mad. I think that's mad to say that he should be sacked if we don't get top four, considering that was never, ever the the kind of the ex expectation for this team at the beginning of the season and our successes have pushed us into a place under Arteta to get us into this position and it has been the failings of the other teams that have definitely opened up this possibility but to say he has to go if he gets into the if he doesn't make top four I think is quite crazy uh, considering you're asking him to overachieve to keep his job not achieve what the expectation was at the beginning of the season um Jonathan says, Thomas Gavi. <laughs> uh, Salvik says, that is true. The temperament, passion and mentality of the players improved vastly and that is commendable about Arteta. John says, people always have a problem pronouncing my name. It's pronounced Joun. <laughs> Scotty says, pound is fiver. I'm Canadian. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough, mate. That makes sense. King says, did you see Fabian Ruiz last night? Uh, I haven't actually seen that. No. Um, if I go onto Twitter, is it going to show me this strike? Please show me Fabian Ruiz's goal. Uh, hopefully it comes up. Hold on. Oh, wow. What a beauty from Fabian Ruiz. Okay. Oh, the little touch. I'm hoping that Clyde's watching this. Oh, look at the speed. Look at the speed, the touch, the skill. Go on. Give it to him. Give it to him. Give it to him. Bang. This, I mean, I'm telling you, this guy, <laughs> you've just got some ridiculous commentary there from something you're not even watching. But we need Fabian Ruiz. And his metrics outsh out outstrip Granite Jackers considerably. You what you look at all his statistic levels over Granite Jacker, they are far and away better than his. And to beat Granite Jacker's passing stats takes some doing. So there you go. Uh, let's scroll down a little bit more. Uh, Stu says, look at Xavi. Abamian has a variety of service. Even Traore has three or four differing styles of touch and measure of his crosses. A whole strata of coach. He has better technical development than Pep. Um, what? I don't, I don't really understand the point in regards to what we were previously talking about, Stu. Xavi's done really good um, since joining Barcelona. He's getting them back on track. He's part of that Pep Guardiola understanding. And he's in Aubameyang's now in a team where he's getting lots of chances in a league that's nowhere near as good as the Premier League anymore. And this is coming from someone that I love La Liga, or rather did used to really love La Liga. But I have to be honest, the Premier League and the competitiveness of the Premier League has leveled up to far and away outstrip that of La Liga. I mean, you look how comfortably Chelsea knocked out Real Madrid from the Champions League last season. It was a comfortable progression in the semi-final. So it's a case of 
La Liga is always going to give strikers of the quality of Aubameyang much, much easier chances of scoring, and especially a Barcelona team that are on the up and have got all these players in them as well. You can see players' stat pads, and the La Liga these days is a much better place to stat pad than the Premier League, and that may seem harsh, but it is the reality. Um, Steve says, Hi, Tom. I've not been as excited about our team and where we're going since Wenger first started working his manage, manage, magic. Trust me, we'll have another gold Premier League trophy within three years. Wow, that is some praise, Steve. I don't agree that we'll be there, but I hope we're as close to a Premier League title in a number of years that we possibly could be. Uh, Clint says, To me, every Arsenal manager should be in the top four. Not being in there is underachieving the same reason I thought Wenger and Emery should be sacked. But Clint I think that's based upon your perception of what Arsenal is based on their history and not the context of where they are as a club now. If your expectation is that always Arsenal should be in the top four and ignoring every other bit of evidence around that fact, you're always going to be left disappointed because that's not the reality. And the reality is very different. I agree with you that an Arsenal, a club with the stature of Arsenal should be in the top four and competing for titles based on how much our club is worth, based on the history of the club, based upon what we've done. But the reality of the situation is after years of mismanagement and years and poor decision-making from an executive level, poor, poor investment, a billion worth of transfers made on players on the majority of which have not returned that investment, expecting and feeling that we're entitled to finish in the top four every year and that the downside of that or the equivalent of that and not achieving that is to sack the manager is not realistic, Clinton. And it's just not. And so if if you're coming from that position and you're telling people that they're wrong for saying that Arteta shouldn't be sacked for finishing outside the top four, there's no substance to that argument because you're going based off historical value and ignoring the entire context of the reality of Arsenal's situation. With respect, I just think it's utterly hyperbolic to consider Arsenal as a top four team as an entitlement and that that should set the precedent for whether a manager keeps his job or not. I just don't agree with that point of view. Um, Adam says, Tom, not questioning him leaving, but shouldn't we question Aubameyang's contract termination? Pretty sure we could have gotten some cash. Maybe we could, but at that time, it was an unresolvable situation, Adam. Um, and we had the choice of either keeping an unhappy, unsavoury scenario at the team or moving him on to bet to the betterment of our team. And we've ultimately gone down the route of moving him out, which is fine because it's the right decision and we should have done that. Uh, when Man U are beating the La Liga champions, there isn't... Yeah, I mean, when Man United, who are very poor, are going to the Wanda Metropolitano and only coming away of a 1-1 draw... It does tell you about the state of things. <laughs> Clive reacted to the Fabio Ruiz goal. Oh, it's beautiful, Clive. Absolutely beautiful, mate. Uh, Afsar, would you not blame Wenger who has let us down? The end of Wenger's tenure has directly coincided with the regression of Arsenal. And there is not an argument that I can put forth that doesn't come to that conclusion. The decisions made at the end of Arsene Wenger's tenure have certainly led to where we are now, along with the mistakes of him appointing Unai Emery and the mistake of keeping him for as long as we did, even after the dressing room was broken. The decisions we've made in the transfer market for players like Mustafi and Pepe and Xhaka. I say Pepe because whilst, you know, I think he can give us something, spending £72 million on him, not his fault, but spending £72 million on him was too much, far too much, when we didn't need a right winger as much as we needed to spend on a central midfielder and a centre-back at that point in time. It was 
an amount of money that we wrongly spent. But others as well, like you look at Callum Chambers, never really came through his potential of £16 million. We've spent £27 million on Saliba and we haven't yet used him. And hopefully we'll see that next season. Players like Socrates, 16 million odd quid to bring in Socrates, 17 million pounds on Lucas Perez. We haven't paid back what we've spent. 200 grand a week on Willian. We're learning from those mistakes. And some of those mistakes have still happened during the Arteta tenure, thankfully at the beginning of it. But we've seen plenty of evidence during 2021 that we are in the right, we're moving in the right direction. Now, Samey, that's fine saying Arteta out in the chat, but I'd love to know your reasons why. It takes a bigger person to come and explain your reasons than being a troll in a chat, throwing in those slogans. Alpha says, Tom, who's the ideal sentiment to replace Xhaka apart from... You can't do that. <laughs> you can't take away my ideal replacement. I love Ruben Neves, though. I think he would be a great option for Arsenal. Tielemans as well as another one. I think there are options out there. To be honest, the ideal person I would go for is a Fede Valverde from Real Madrid, but he's not going to be sold. You're not going to be able to get him out of there. Um, so uh, I'd still say Fabian Ruiz would be my number one choice right now. So there you go. Uh, I'm going to wrap things up there. Let's see what the poll is saying at the end of the over the end of this. Uh, over 400 of you have voted. We've only got 151 likes. Come on, if you can press a button on the poll, you can drop a press onto the like button as well. Whether you agree with the points of view made or not, please do show your support for the channel because we always welcome all of our opposite views and I love hearing all the different points of view because it creates discussion and debate. Uh, so please do drop a press on that like button. But over 450 of you have voted. 69% of you saying yes, Arteta deserves a new deal. 31% says no. I'd love to see this poll done on other channels because obviously this is a this is a microcosm of uh, my subscriber base, which is obviously going to be very different to plenty of other channels. So I'd be interested to see what other people think. And I'm sure it's something that we'll be end up discussing on other channels. Speaking of which, tonight I'll be joining Mo, Lev and Shaheen, as always, 8 o'clock tonight on the Arsenal Lounge. So do join us over there. And there should be another couple of pods coming for you. I'll be live on the Arsenal Way in just less than an hour. Link is in the description to the channel, as always. Uh, and we might continue this discussion over there a little bit more. So do join us in just under an hour's time. See you soon, guys. Have a fantastic day. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates are out and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.